Hello, and great to have you back for another informative podcast from the tech world, brought to you by the team at Incubator. Today's discussion centers around the subject of headless CMS and all the creative ways companies are making the most use of their website content. And now for today's talk, let's join someone who's been at the leading edge of CMS development in the healthcare industry, Incubator President and CEO, Sujal Raju. All right, welcome back, everyone, and welcome, Sujal. Good to be back with you. Thanks, Dave. Um, well, obviously, today, um, most of the people using websites out there know what a CMS is, or at least that term, CMS. Um, today, we're going to touch on how the process of managing content is evolving into what's being known more popularly as headless CMS, or the more recent term for this, uh, decoupled CMS. Um, well, Sujo, before we get into those modern types and ways to manage your content, um, maybe we could first get into some history of the CMS. Uh, we know that you were among the first to develop content management systems designed specifically for healthcare. Um, maybe if you could just kind of take us back a little, a little history of the CMS. Sounds good, Dave. Um, traditional CMSs uh, evolved, I would say, in the last 20 years. Um, to solve the problem of giving the digital marketers or anyone for that matter to publish content easily on the websites or online, um, uh, tasks that would require a developer uh, to do, um, you know, back then, uh, you know, would, was a tedious process because you would have to depend on the availability of the developer, the development team to publish anything. And obviously when you have to deploy something really fast, it would take forever or you know it wouldn't couldn't be done um, in seconds or minutes so the traditional CMS actually helped that you know change the curve a bit where marketers could actually log in to their CMS and be able to publish content create pages create news articles things like that and be able to publish right away without having the need for a developer so uh, you know it brought a you know a great relief to marketers so that they could uh, you know uh, have control or be the king of you know of their content and be able to deploy that uh, as and when they need it so i would say like you know so that's that's how the uh, cmss came into the picture and how they were developed and um, you know yeah. now as we know almost everyone uses it for sure mm -hmm. and it's it's quite popular Right. So talk about your history. I mean, you've, uh, like we said, you're, you were among the first to, to kind of get into this at the ground, the ground floor, uh, so to speak, with developing content management systems. Uh, so touch mm -hmm. on your history a little bit about uh, kind of how you got into it and what type of CMS systems you worked with initially. Yeah. And, um, you know, I would say like, uh, so how I gotten involved is, uh, so my background is in healthcare and I've been uh, working uh, with healthcare and healthcare uh, organizations uh, for almost two decades now and um, when internet came around and it was getting popular uh, it was considered a website would be considered as more of a brochureware so you would put in content uh, to kind of put the word out there as to what your organization does and you know your locations things like that and um, as it evolved um, you know it needed uh, or demanded more of online services so ways for people to get in touch with your brand or your organization. Also, uh, you know, for example, pay bills online, 
try to schedule uh, a doctor or, or try to find a physician online, things like that. And uh, so that means that, uh, you know, content was not just traditional brochure where information, uh, marketing, um, you know, content, but it was more, uh, you know, related to dynamic areas such as physician information, news information, events, uh, and other things. So uh, CMS is, uh, you know, that uh, um, I got involved in, uh, or, or, you know, rather, uh, you know, architected, was more around those areas, but specifically to healthcare, so that the marketing department and other departments which would benefit from this, uh, whether it be the, uh, you know, finance department, uh, or the uh, donations, you know, like uh, philanthropy, other other areas, it allowed them different avenues for them to interact with their clients or their consumers, and be able to allow them to, you know, do that at their own ease. So the CMS that, uh, you know, we uh, developed, um, you know, back in early 2000s, uh, and, you know, I would say that it was uh, probably one of the first ones out there for healthcare, specifically built for healthcare. And it did all of those things that the uh, healthcare organization would need on their on their website. So, uh, and since then, you know, uh, we have engineered the CMSs for, for what it is today. And I think we're going to talk about uh, some of the fun things that are happening to it, uh, you know, in the last few years. Right. Well, obviously, uh, new things, fun things uh, that goes along with uh, with our favorite term buzzwords. Um, so one of the latest buzzwords uh, out there and one which pertains specifically to this topics to this topic rather is uh, the term headless CMS. Mm -hmm. So uh, headless CMS, obviously, it sounds fancy. <laughs> um, uh, in layman's terms, um, I guess, just how, how does a headless CMS Work. Sure. Uh, how is it different than than your traditional CMS? Yeah, and you know, talking about the buzzword, uh, I guess uh, uh, the reason it's called headless CMS is if you compare it to a traditional CMS, and if you consider that as a body, uh, then the head of that body is the front end presentation. So your style sheets, your front end templates, things like that. So if you decouple those things out of your content, then that becomes a headless CMS. So in, in uh, you know, layman terms or, or, you know, in raw terms, that's what a headless CMS is. And um, so basically what it does is like when you author any content, uh, that content does not have those elements uh, that would uh, couple it with a template or is, um, yeah, you know, specific to a particular presentation layer. And um, content is, is what we're talking about. Obviously, that's the most important item. Uh, we're trying to get content out there to to the public, to the customers. Um, and since that first word in CMS, uh, or first letter in CMS is C, uh, content management, first first word there is content. So how, how different can a digital marketer uh, use that content or use their content in today's world with these new systems? So what, what great things, I guess, is, is a headless CMS gonna do uh, do for them and, and what, what different ways can they present that content? Sure. So, uh, like I said, like traditional CMSs, it was meant uh, for delivery into one avenue, which would be your website or maybe a mobile website. And, uh, you know, where the internet is going with the smartphones and other internet of things uh, devices, you have your smart speakers, your smart cars, your smart devices at home, and all of them, then they all demand content. So, uh, our marketer, our digital marketer, or a content uh, publisher, 
now has the challenge of creating content for all of these devices. And it becomes very hard because, you know, these devices come in different flavors and sizes. And uh, so how do you create content um, that, you know, is published at all of these uh, areas and yet be easy for you to manage them? And so clearly the answer is that, you know, you know, you can't spend time to create content for each one of them or copy and paste and, you know, try to publish them for each of these devices. So the idea is, and that's where the headless CMS comes into the picture, is that the uh, digital marketer actually creates the content uh, that is only um, specific to what the content itself is. So meaning it's the skeleton. And um, with that data that's available, the front end, uh, UI person, I would say, or the developer, could then channel it into different areas, whether it be your um, smartwatch or your, uh, you know, smart speaker or digital assistant or or any, uh, you know, audio website or your mobile device, and then publish them or present them into those different presentation layers outside of this. So what allows the digital marketer to do is like they create the content and they can now concentrate just on the content, not have to worry about you know, how it's going to appear or where it's going to go. Uh, at the same time, the developer or, or the, the team that's responsible to channel it through those different uh, avenues have a way of using that content and publishing it in the best way, the smartest way into those uh, Internet of Things devices. So we're talking, coming out of that, I mean, I think one thing this is doing is saving time as well. I mean, so Absolutely. efficiency is a big thing going on here. Right, and it saves, uh, you know, I would say it also affects the uh, uh, the dollars factor as well because, uh, you know, it's being done and being used efficiently and repurposed in several different areas. And uh, one of the clients that we have helped with, uh, by the way, like, you know, since the beginning, um, you know, our uh, philosophy at Incubator has always been uh, to be headless CMS even before it became a headless CMS or the buzzword. Mm -hmm. Um, and the idea was to be able to use these contents using APIs, uh, uh, just preparing it for the future because we knew back in 2007, I believe, when the f uh, iPhone came out, that you knew that uh, you know there's uh, you know all these mobile apps or other things that uh, you know uh, we're going to head in future. So um, one of our clients actually uh, you know is using it to publish content to their digital boards throughout the hospitals and. Um, uh, you know, so it's a smart way because, you know, you're again creating content for the website, let's say, and you're tagging them. Mm -hmm. And then just by those tags, we then decide where it needs to be published. Uh, so, you know, it's just, uh, just uh, and that's, I would say like that's the fun part where you know what you have developed, uh, you know, is now available in areas where you didn't even realize that it could. And it's helping the organization because otherwise they would have to have another person who would manage content just for those devices. Mm -hmm. And uh, also it's helping, uh, you know, surprisingly in this one, the, the caveat was that they're actually allowing departments also to manage those content, uh, you know, in, uh, in those digital signage devices. No, obviously so many, so many good things happening there, the consistency of messaging, branding uh, going on there. Um, but like you said, all, all of those things, you know, saving time, saving money, all, all great positive things for, for marketing departments. Uh, now moving on to uh, to a new term um, as we continue with our buzzwords uh, buzzwords here, um, but the term decoupled. So touch touch on that a bit for us, and how is that any different than uh, than the headless CMS term? 
Absolutely. So headless CMS, uh, you know, we've been talking about that a whole lot uh, in the last few years. And now the concept of decoupled CMS um, comes into the picture. And the the reason for that is if you think about, uh, you know, obviously the traditional CMS, and we talked about how that is to deliver content for a specific need or a specific presentation layer, which most likely was your website. The headless CMS is now saying that, hey, you just concentrate on your content and then let the development team worry about how it's going to be presented to those different devices. But in a way, headless CMS is more reactive, meaning uh, you know it manages the content but then just sits there and then waits for someone to pick it up uh, you know, through the API. The decoupled CMS is actually a hybrid version of that. So I would say decoupled CMS, um, you know, headless CMS is actually a subset of the decoupled CMS because the decoupled CMS is more proactive, meaning uh, when the content is being uh, created, you actually have a way to pick what the presentation layer is going to be and allows you to actually, uh, you know, publish it for it and and preview it and things like that. So meaning it's there uh, so that it prepares your content and pushes it into a delivery environment uh, that you know is existing and allows you to do that. Uh, but at the same time, it is aware that it you know that, that content could also be used uh, for other avenues. So through the API, you could just take the content part of it, the skeleton, or you could also uh, you know utilize that content and allow the digital marketer to publish it to a specific presentation layer. Well, thanks, uh, thanks again, Sujil, for another informative talk. Uh, a lot of great, uh, important information uh, for marketers out there. Mar the, you know, information in, in situations here that uh, marketers can definitely benefit from. So, uh, as always, you can contact Sujil directly or find out more um, at incubator.com. Sujil, thanks again. Yep, thank you, Dave. And you know, if uh, anyone wants to read more, uh, we are going to have a blog post on our website pretty soon about this, which details out all of the uh, information around headless CMS and decoupled CMS. So uh, if you uh, want to learn more, uh, feel free to uh, you know hop on that site and uh, get more information. But uh, pleasure to uh, talk to you again, Dave. Uh, thank you so much for the opportunity, and uh, hope uh, you know uh, users find this uh, information useful. And, uh, you know, everyone um, adapts to this new technology as it's evolving.